right, let's get to it. Welcome to another edition of Fan Speculation. CJ Palmasano. Jimmy Carini. We're back. Welcome back. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But before we get started officially, every single week you'll hear that. That's right. Going light today. Yeah. Going with the Bud Lights. That's right. There's nothing wrong with drinking it. Sponsor us. Yeah, Bud Light definitely sponsor us. We got a beer sponsor. I may start going to church again. <laughs> I mean, I think... Bud Light sponsors us by anybody. I stopped going to church in fourth grade because I had a traumatic experience. Had nothing to do with a priest. Really? <laughs> had nothing to do with anything <laughs> like that. I'll tell. I'll sum up the story very quickly. I was in fourth grade. I got st- I, I got dropped off at Sunday school. There was no Sunday school that day. Um, this is my first time walking home as a kid by, by yourself. Myself. Yes. Oh from my Sunday god! School. And it was like a good a good ways away from home. And uh, this is a, the time of no cell phones. And I didn't have oh, any quarters for the payphone inside god. the CCD school. Oh my god. Yeah, so what was I to do? I had to walk. So, where? I, start, I start walking. I'm very nervous the whole time. Where was the school? Uh, Mount Carmel, down on Sanford. Is it in Lindhurst? No, not Sanford. Is it Park Place? Copeland. It's in Lindhurst? Yes. Okay. It's the corner... Uh, Corner where San Carlo is going down towards Riverside. Oh, yeah, that, that I, horizontal I know, I know, there. Yeah, I know exactly yeah. where you are. Anyway, you're actually not that far then. Thinking about when it. you're a fourth grader, that's a fucking yeah. mile. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, that's true. Okay, I forget. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so you know, I start walking. I'm a little nervous, right? Uh, we had seen Stranger Danger videos at this point. <laughs> Dare was a thing <laughs> in in school, and uh, my mom was the president of the board of education at the time. And really? this guy, oh, wow. this guy who was like the treasurer on the board, saw me on like walking home and recognized me. Mm-hmm. I guess because my mom would bring me places. Anyway, he like rolled down his window and he says like, "Listen, you shouldn't be walking alone. Like you're too young. Like I know your mother." He he unknowingly did the whole stranger danger wow. video like video thing to a fucking T. You know, he's like, "I know your mom, Diane, or whatever." Like. You got to come, like, come with me. I'll take you home. I know where you live. Like, you don't have to walk. And I was just like, I literally screamed stranger danger <laughs> and and started hysterically crying and running at the same time. Oh, man. And I, that's uh, dude. So our parents had cell phones. We didn't have cell phones. Our mm-mm, parents had cell phones. Mm-mm. And this guy called my mom and was like, listen, I'm not a pedophile. Like, I'm not, I'm not a pedophile. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Hi, Diane. How are you? I just saw your son. I'm not a pedophile, by yeah, the way. Essentially. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, he's, he's running up Copeland, screaming and crying or whatever. And uh, I, I got home. My front door was open. I fucking burst through the door. She's like, Vince. <laughs> I, was like, I was like mom never going to Sunday school again so the school was just closed they didn't even bother telling anybody so listen I did walk into the place the place was open and there was like because there was like church pews in there okay. it was like a big uh, you remember that place right I, I, don't, I might know what you're talking about but I've never been inside uh, well inside that building there's like church pews and like it's basically like Lindhurst High School's auditorium except there's church you know there's mm-hmm. like church pews there was a, a priest in there lighting candles mm-hmm and I saw him, and I was, like, afraid to talk to him. So I just walked back outside. Same, but but yeah. the whole place was, like, the lights were off besides inside there. So like, people were so allowed to go bother, in. You didn't bother asking the priest, like, what's going on with Sunday school? No. Dude, oh, I was a fourth grader. Oh, shit. Man. So I'm not talking to no adults. 
That's even the priests. I mean, and priests, little boys, you definitely don't want to. Regardless, all the lights we, were we off. <laughs> there was like there was like classrooms and stuff. This might have been a completely different story if you asked the priest what was going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> dude, even in fourth grade, I knew what was going on. Thank fuck. Uh, uh, but yeah, like all the, this, there was like a school portion of this building, okay. and all the lights were off in those hallways because that's the first place I went to. I tried walking to my classroom. You know? Jesus, like Christ. my dad, my dad like dropped me off at the front door essentially, and then like walked back wow. to his car. Yeah, and I was like, "Why are all the lights off?" And then I looked in the. Like, and then the your father proceeded to drive home and drink a bunch of whiskey. No, no, no. <laughs> I wasn't doing that yet. Hang on. We got to tell that story at the end of the podcast, okay? Mm-hmm. Let's tell that story. All right. Me, me and Vinny have a funny story to talk about, but we'll save it for the end. All yeah, right. Yeah. We've been bat- rattling on for almost five minutes now. We're going to get to what you guys want to hear us talk about. We're going to be talking about Star Wars and Marvel today. Uh, yes. This episode is, we're mainly going to be going over Bad Batch episode six and the, yeah. uh, the pilot episode of Loki. Yeah, yeah. We're going to talk extensively about Loki in a little while, but we're going to start with Bad Batch first. Yep. Bad Batch, nothing really too that, like, not, nothing that crazy happened. So it's going to be short. We're going to talk about Bad Batch for just a little bit. I wouldn't, but I wouldn't say, well, I agree and I disagree Nothing with you. incredibly significant happened. They were planting seeds for big things to happen, I think. You think Bad Batch is going to be included in some giant fucking Clone Wars thing? I think... Rem- Not Clone I, I've been, Wars, but like I, I know what you mean. I've been saying for the past few weeks that something's up with Wrecker, and that he keeps he's he hit his head really hard, and he's been getting his his head hit really hard. What episode are we in Bad Batch now? We are in episode six, so this week's episode coming out will be episode seven. Okay, um, so that means we have four episodes left, maybe four episodes. If there's only ten episodes in the ep- in the oh yeah, if there's ten the, yeah yeah. How many did did the final season of Clone Wars have? I want to say it's like twelve. If we get twelve, I'll be happy. I will. And be. That means we're only halfway because, through the season. Because I feel like there should be more here. Again, we didn't see Crosshair. We haven't seen the Empire in a while. That's right. So it still feels very much side questy, and I don't think we're going to be ending the season that what? so soon. You if. know. What if? Well, we're waiting. I'm thinking. <laughs> what? The only Jedi that could make an appearance mm-hmm. that would make sense with the current episodes. Yeah. With going with your uh, Organa theory. Yeah. Well, we would, have we haven't gotten to my Organa theory, but we'll get that in a minute. Uh, we yeah, that'll be discussed. Would be Obi Wan. Obi Wan showing up in Bad Batch, huh? Or Yoda. But what if Wrecker tries to attack one of them and he is slain by either Yoda or Obi Wan? I don't know, because um, that's the thing. Wrecker, we we've talked about it a few a bunch of times the past few weeks that Wrecker's been getting his head. First of all, he's been getting he, his ass he, handed to him, and he's been hitting his head like an un- unreasonable <laughs> amount. Like he's getting football, like high school football con- con- uh, concussions on a yeah. daily basis. We saw like this. He had to go to the control panel because Echo shut down the uh, the system. He, and text mm-hmm. like you just mm-hmm. shut down the whole system. He's like it needs to be rebooted in order for the gates to be unlocked. And Wrecker has to go on this claw. To jump across, and and we can see he pulls like an Indiana Jones move yeah, to like get the which artifact. We can see we can see that Wrecker is not a fan of heights. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not either. So he he swings across, hits his head on the on the thing, and we hear him utter the words like at least two or three times. Good soldiers, ugh, 
good soldiers. He's trying to say good soldiers follow orders, just mm-hmm. like Crosshair did. Just like, um, not Cut. Um, uh, no, Cut was the clone who he saw in uh, in episode two. The the dude, not not Fives, but the one who. Something just dawned on me. I'm sorry. I can't remember his name, but you know what I'm talking about. The one who said good soldiers follow orders when the inhibitor chip was all fucked up. I thought of two things. Mm-hmm. What if Wrecker turns on the Bad Batch? Yeah. And Hunter has to, like, stab him to kill him. I mean, I've been saying... What if he tries to hurt Omega I know, that's, and Hunter kills that's him? That's the thing. I've been saying for so long now... That I don't want them to kill off Wrecker, but I feel like there there's gonna be like a big dramatic death in this. They gotta show. do something. If if the bat, because a lot of people uh, think like Star Wars theory on YouTube in particular, he thinks that the entire squad is gonna die, and maybe Omega will live on, but mm. that the whole squad will sacrifice themselves for Omega. I I, I feel like Wrecker is gonna die at this point because something is gonna happen with him. He's going to attack Omega, or he's going to see a Jedi or something. Maybe maybe we could see Obi-Wan or Yoda. I don't know. Maybe we could see Ahsoka. Maybe, I mean, most likely, I think we're probably going to either see Ahsoka, maybe, or we might see Caleb, uh, Kanan Jarrus, again. And he'll go crazy when he sees him and goes, Good soldiers follow orders. And maybe, or maybe Wrecker could get captured by the Empire. Isn't Caleb still a kid at this point? He is, but he's still a Padawan Jedi. Yeah. So, you know, they need to see Jedi, and then maybe they'll go nuts. Uh, I mean, that was the big thing with me in this episode. I feel like the big thing in the past few episodes, it's been subtle, but it has been Wrecker because he's been hitting his head so hard, and it's right where that inhibitor chip is. It's right where it would be. A few things, like, I can see your theory playing out where he could maybe possibly hurt, try and hurt Omega and he loses control and then Hunter has to stop him potentially kill him um, I could see him getting captured by the Empire and then Tarkin enhances the inhibitor chip just like they did with Crosshair mm. Crosshair he was he was more on the side of bad and you know good soldiers follow orders but he was but there was a part of him where it's like he could he could be good still I don't know what they're going to do um we did see in the premise of this episode that uh, the Bad Batch were hi- hired once again by Sid uh, to go get a tactical droid head that had battle tactics from the Separatists and from the droid army. We also saw the two most boring characters from Clone Wars se- last season, uh, Trace and Rafa. Sorry, the- those episodes in the last season of Clone Wars, they were just not interesting to me. Yeah. E- except towards the end of those episodes. Yeah, they had like a meaningful ending. Yeah, like we, s- we see Maul... Talking about Dry- Dragon Voss. Is that like his crime unit thing? I can't remember. I it, I think that's what it is. From, Been a minute. Uh, from, from you Solo. know what it is? I watched the Clone War- those Clone Wars episodes mm-hmm. too recently. That Remember the, the 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 ones that aren't canon? Oh, those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I've, I watched those recently and it like erased some of my memory from okay. the, from the anyway, Clone Wars that Trace, mattered. Trace and Rafa. You know, Rafa is a bit of a schemer. Uh, a shyster. Uh, we don't know who her and, and Trace were working for. They're sisters. We, if you're unfamiliar with the characters, Ahsoka meets them in the middle of season seven of the Clone Wars, or mm-hmm. season, uh, the last season of Clone Wars. 
they're really not that great in my opinion. They're not important. They were filler to me. Yeah. Really, the first few episodes of the last season of Clone Wars and then the last like three or four were really, really good. They were too amazing. Yeah. That was just filler to me, those episodes. So I feel like they're just being used as a cameo to like lead to something bigger. Yeah, and also the fun facts of the Bad Batch and Rafa and Trace were both introduced in the last season of Clone Wars. I wouldn't be surprised if we never see them again in Bad Batch, mm-hmm. and then uh, we're just going to see whoever they were talking to. Which we're going, we'll go into that theory right now. I think that's Bail Organa. Yeah. Because they said that they needed the droid head to for people who are trying to help other people to fight the Empire. And I'm thinking to myself, it's got to be... Bail Organa. Did they cross paths while they were in Clone Wars? Who? Organa and, and them? Uh, I don't think they did because when Ahsoka was with Trace and Rafa, uh, the Empire wasn't a thing yet. The Empire hadn't risen to power. We were, mm. we were seeing the rise of the Empire in these series from the end of Clone Wars to the beginning of, of Bad Batch. Yeah. So I'm thinking that's got to be Bail Organa. Um, I think that's, a, that's probably the best bet. But, dude, I don't know. Because you could say, like, um, you, you could say, you could say it could possibly be, like, uh, Saul Guerrero, but I feel like if it was Saul Guerrero, we would have seen him in that thing, because yeah. he was in the first episode. Agreed, agreed. So, Bail Organa seems to be the most likely option, but as far as anybody else, who could it possibly be, yeah. you know? I thought for a split second, I'm like, oh, could it possibly be that, uh... That they you know Venic could it possibly be there? But then I see the robes and it's kind of a bigger person. I'm like, it's gotta be Bail Organa. Yeah, and he's probably gonna want to enlist the Bad Batch to fight against the Empire as like a test, uh, um, as like a tactical force. Possibly, yeah, we could see that. Um, cool. Overall, we also saw how Omega was using her bow. She's learning how to use that now. She's becoming yep. a bit of a sharpshooter. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, she was kind of really struggling with it, but that was really good. We saw the the battle droids actually fight with the Bad Batch. I think uh, I think it was Hunter said like it's weird to see these things actually helping us for once and not yeah. shooting at us. Yeah. So they were supposed to get the battle droid head for Sid. The, the battle droid head got destroyed, but Tech had copied the data onto like a memory stick. Uh, for them to take, but then Hunter gives it to Trace. Yep. Excuse me, and Rafa. And Rafa is confused by this. He's like, things were a lot simpler when we were just soldiers. The Empire's changed a lot of things. And she says, well, like I said, eventually everybody chooses sides. Yeah. So, where I see this going, I feel like Bail Organa is probably going to find them in the next episode to try and enlist them into the into the future rebellion. Mm-hmm. Um. And Wrecker, something big is going to happen with Wrecker. It's, yep. it's got to happen because I feel like he's either going to die or he's going to be turned by Tarkin somehow and the Empire is going to capture him. Yeah. and Or, or maybe, uh, maybe what's that guy's name? Sharpshooter? Uh, Crosshair. Crosshair. <laughs> Sharpshooter. Anyway. <laughs> close, close. Crosshair is going to turn him into a weapon. Yeah, he could. He easily could. I think that's a thing. Like they could just make him like just... When you mentioned take it, away his personality, just like clicked in my head. Make take away his personality, just make him literally just like a brute killing machine. Yeah, in Wrecker, totally can. His helmet is a skull. Yeah, and unfortunately, that skull's been cracked way too many times. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'll be worried because Wrecker's still my favorite member of the Bad Batch so oh, far. Oh, for sure. 
He's it's old. always the softies I know. that hurt the most. I know. It really is. But we will see. Plus, he's got a very close personal relationship with, I think, as far as all. Well, he is close with Omega in the sense that he wants to show her the fun side. He wants, yeah. it, Like, Wrecker is your cool uncle. Yeah. Where, like, Hunter is clearly, like, the dad. Yeah. And then Echo and Tech are also uncles, but they're also, like, stern, you know? Yeah, yeah. Whereas, like, Wrecker's the fun uncle. Wrecker's the one who's going to, like, oh, come on, let's go have some fun. Let's go blow some things up. <laughs> like, Wrecker's going to do that with Omega, whereas, like, the other guys are going to be a little stern, teacher, but... Yeah, there's probably going to be like a big scene where like he's going to try and hunt Omega and then she's going to be like stunned and shocked, like she'll probably like be really distraught and upset. Um like I I sense something very dark happening. Dark side of the force. Ooh. <laughs> towards the rest of this season. That's right. <laughs> I I really I think something big's going to happen. I think so too. I think this is going to lead up to something big that has to do with Obi-Wan. Maybe. You're talking about the series, right? Yeah, of course. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Well, I, I mean... I hope Obi-Wan's going to... The Obi-Wan series is going to be like the Loki series with every episode is going to be an hour long. Ah, uh, I probably could be that. It would be 40, and 40 to 45 minutes, hour, hopefully. Because um, this Bad Batch 25 minutes nonsense... I know. It's like they went on really great with the first episode. It's like hour and 20 minutes. I'm like, yes. Give me a lo- give me 30 Loki movies and call it a series, please. <laughs> anyway, what, what did you like this episode better than last week's episode of Bad Batch real quickly? Mm, no, I enjoyed Fennec more. Oh, you enjoyed uh, – well, she wasn't in the last episode. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm, I, I'm skipping episodes. But did you like that one the best so far with her? With Fennec? Yeah. I think my favorite episode was probably the first episode when I Order mean, 66 happened. I mean, yeah, it's it's definitely the first one. Yeah, dude. The first and most the most action so and best part of the storyline. I have to agree with that. Um, anyway, we got our thoughts on the Bad Batch. The rest of this podcast is going to be very heavy on Loki. Oh, yeah. Here it comes. Get ready for it. It's coming <sighs> oh, okay. in fucking hot. Okay, so this episode of Loki was like almost an hour. Yep. Then he came by. Like we literally got done watching Bad Batch and Loki before we started recording this. We, yeah. we watched Loki first. It's fresh. Oh yeah, fresh, fresh hot in our pizza minds. Pizza delivery coming at you with pepperoni. Pizza time. Gabagool. You're like, it's been thirty minutes. I'm not paying for those. <laughs> Parker, you're fired. When I was doing Sorry. that burger shit with the guys, some lady came in. She got like fifty dollars worth of fucking cheeseburgers. Right. <laughs> She goes outside, she sits at the fucking picnic table, she starts eating it with her family, she comes back inside, she's just like, we don't like the burgers, can we get our money back? You know what Frank says to this lady? She goes, listen, let me ask you something, when you order a fucking pizza, you don't like the pizza, you call up the place, you tell them to come get it? <laughs> I spit. When you said, the lady comes back inside and says, we don't like the burgers, you got money back, I spit up my beer. Yeah, dude, like, you don't order 50, 50 fucking dollars <laughs> worth of burgers, and then you're like, oh, can I get it all back and throw the food in the garbage? Like, fuck you, that costed money. Exactly, it's one thing if you're at a restaurant, it's just like, you're just like, you know what, I'm real sorry, I don't like this. Yeah. Oh, I, it's That's fine, it's like, all right, we'll make yeah. you something else, and we you have that instead. We didn't ask you to get in your car and drive over here, we didn't hold a gun to your head to come here and spend $50, you came here on your own. Live with your decisions. For those of you who aren't aware, this is when Vinny had his uh, his slider up days. Yes. And he was working working hard. 
77 hours a week. Never do it again. I'm done with the food business. <laughs> Anybody who is in the food business, I commend you. God bless you, men and women in the food business. Good, luck, good fucking luck to you. Anyway, so let's get into Loki. So this started off with the Battle of New York when the Avengers defeated Loki in the perspective of Avengers Endgame. We also see how uh, Loki sees what's going on with the Tesseract, and he takes it, and he ends up all the way in, uh, where the fuck was he? Mongolia. Yeah, Mongolia, the Gobi Desert. Mm -hmm. And he goes there, and he sees the natives. He's like, I am Loki. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instantly tries to conquer them. You seem like you need to be ruled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the TVA comes, the Time Variance Authority. Mm -hmm. They come, and they have said that He's out of time. He's not supposed to be here right now. Avengers were supposed to defeat him. What's great is like this this one time uh, cop. She punched like she says like you giving you, you one final warning and that's it. Come with us. No, I'm giving you one final warning. Get out of my way. And then she just punches him in the gut and hits him with a stick and he's moving all slow mo yeah. and his mouth is moving. And I just go to Vin. When you eat, when you have one edible, don't think it's shit, and you eat the rest. Yeah, and then yeah, it yeah. hits you all at once. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so, literally stuck. It looked like you ever see somebody moving like high speed, and they yeah. had like the wind in their face. Yeah, that's what it looked like in slow motion, though. The reverse of that. Mm-hmm. So the cop, the the time, the TVA cop just says, "You're moving one fourth less of the speed of time." I think I believe she said, "But you're feeling it all in real time." Yeah, so yeah, the yeah. pain's lasting longer. They put a collar around his neck. He shows up, and then they have the test rack in his hand. They go to like some guy, like a it was a secretary or something. Like, take this. It's evidence. It's the test rack. Mm-hmm. So they go in, and then they are in the TVA now. Yes, we're in the TVA. We're in the Time Variance Authority uh, building. So Loki goes in, and uh, he gets thrown in, like a closet or something. Mm-hmm. And then there's like a machine there. He's like, he it wants to like rip up his, his 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 uh his clothes. He's like, don't you dare! This is rare as What the fuck was I doing? As guardian leather. As guardian leather. Yeah. And then Tom Hiddleston's naked, and all the women go, "Oh my god!" Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and like, now wait just a damn minute. And he, he falls <laughs> through the trap door. Yeah, they gave him a jumpsuit. Mm-hmm. Sees the guy, and you have a cat there in his office, or it could be. Uh, this is the trailer now. Yeah, we're with the trailer is like, please confirm, please confirm that this is everything you ever said. What? Yeah, Tom also says what. He's like what? This too. This is absurd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this. <laughs> so he confirms everything he ever said in his entire life at this point. Yeah, and then he's dropped through the trapdoor before he can say anything else. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> then they're in a big line. And and there's a guy before Loki, and, and this this guard says, "Take a number." He's like, "What am I at a deli? Yeah, Screw yeah, yeah. you!" And starts walking. And then he goes, "Loki, take a number, sir. There's only two of us here. Why would I need to take a number? Just take a number." It's like, "All right, fine." Takes takes the number. Goes through. The, there's, there's no. There's this long line set up as if you're like at a you're going on a queue line in Disney World. Yeah. And it's like. This is absolutely absurd. And then we see... I don't remember if we saw the the brief history of the timekeepers or then we see that guy get incinerated. No, you see the history of the timekeepers. Yes, first. we do. Okay. All right. So 
Uh, Miss Minutes, who I predicted that was Tara Strong. Mm-hmm. You might know Tara Strong as the yep. voice of Raven from uh, Teen Titans. She's a Bubbles. little cartoon clock in the TV. Yes. She did Bubbles and the Powerpuff Girls. And she was also Harley Quinn in the Arkham video games. Oh, cool. So Tara Strong is a very well-known voice actress. Yep. Uh, she's been... She's been around, man. She's yeah. been around. She's in a lot of different characters that you grew up listening to. This is and like a super important part of Loki because this explains how the timeline works in the MCU. Yes. So what it is is that the timekeepers, they created the proper flow of time. Mm-hmm. And they created the time variance authority so that nobody meddles with time and that nobody does what doesn't do what they're supposed to do. Yeah. And they also inc- create like there was Apparently, so at the beginning, there was all these different multiverses. Yes. And fucking multiverse. Yes. That's and they were all fighting with each other. Yes. All the time. All these timelines were fighting with each other. To and see they destroyed who's the, everything. Who's the, who's the dominant timeline? Yeah. And they fucking destroyed everything. So the timekeepers emerged and created the sacred linear timeline. Which is the, M- the timeline of the MCU. That which is know, the MCU. Which is what we know it to be today. Yep. So, But it's only one timeline. Yes, and they and show an example of like, it's like one of those um, old time cartoons yeah. and like you're trying to I was watching Jeremy Jan- uh, Johns who what you were when you were it smoking was, a cigarette before. It's like before. that game Cuphead. That's what the that's what, remember that 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 game Cuphead for the Xbox? I, I never played Xbox. Oh, uh, well it's the the whole the the way the video that's explaining the time key like the the origin of the timekeepers and stuff it's yeah. all done in that classics like um sailboat mickey type okay. cartoon because the the vibes i got from it, jeremy J- uh, johns who's on youtube he was saying how the vibes he got from miss minute were like mr dna in jurassic park oh yeah it's very similar right that's cool okay good reference yes so i'm seeing that and miss minute is explaining to us what time is what it's supposed to be and then if someone gets out of the way of what they're supposed to do, the TBA will come and punish them for their crimes. Yep. Essentially vaporize them. Yeah. They call it reset. Yeah, which basically means erased. Yeah, pretty much. Miss Minutes was giving examples of maybe you were up to no good. Maybe you were running late for work. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter. You weren't supposed to be doing what you were doing. Mm -hmm. Hence, that's why the TBA is here. Hence, that's why you have been well, as we see, Loki is just saying how this is absolutely absurd. Why am I even here? And then the guy who is the fat guy who's pissed off before says, What is this, a deli? And the guy, the other TBA guard goes, Do you have your ticket, sir? What do you mean? I don't have my ticket. That guy didn't let me take the ticket. I yep. couldn't get a ticket. He was being, I'm like, First of all, why are you being a dickhead? Yep. What? Like, he said, Take a number. And now you're clearly lying to the other time variance cop. Like, he heard, like he's not that far away. He could have heard him say, "Take take a num- take a number." Was Delhi? No, I can't wait to vaporize his fat yep. fuck. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so, yep. and that's what he did. He took his weapon and fucking vaporized the guy. The guy literally and he's disintegrated, gone. and he's fucking gone. And Loki freaks out. He's like, "Oh fuck!" and grabs his ticket. Yep. And we- then that's when it goes into the Loki, like title sequence where the, yes. the letters are continuously changing shape. Yes. So we then see. Owen Wilson's character in, I believe, 1589 in France. Mm -hmm. So the... um, Oh, wait. There's another part of the the video. Oh, there was? What did I miss? It it says, so you're a variant. Yes. That means... Variants. That means 
he is one of, variant of, of Loki men, of many. So that it's kind of like um, Rick and Morty, where there's a bunch of different yes. Mortys and a bunch of different Ricks. Dude, look at us with the fucking references right now. Hell Representing yeah. Jurassic Park and Rick and Morty. Hardcore. It's fucking awesome. Hardcore parkour. Hardcore parkour. Now, now the office. So yeah, that's a great way to see it. So there are different variants. So when different, uh, when the timelines get out of skew, there are different variants of different people yes. of of different characters. <coughs> cough, Spider Man. <coughs> cough, Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield. Spidey verse. Sp- Spider verse. That's why when they immediately say multiverse, I'm like, Spider Man. Sp- I immediately thought No Way Home. All right, let's go right back to Loki before we yes. spend the next half hour talking because about Because I think we're going to slowly lose our audience. As much as we love Spider-Man, as much as you guys listening to us love Spider-Man, I, I, I'm sorry. That's what I thought of immediately. That's because Spider-Man is like, he's basically a blue-collar fucking superhero because he's a kid. <laughs> he's always a fucking underdog no matter how many people he beats. All right, enough said. Yeah. Loki, please. Loki, now. okay. Anyway, so... But yes, <laughs> obviously we saw that. We thought No Way Home. Uh, we thought... Multiverse of Madness, Doctor Strange. So we think of all of these things, of how this could potentially set up the other titles we have coming up in the very near future. Mm-hmm. So we learned about that, and we see that Owen Wilson, we learned that the cops are called Minutemen. Yep. And that this Super person cool. and this person that they're hunting is killing the Minutemen. Yep. So Loki, uh, sorry, Loki. Uh, Owen Wilson, his character's name is Agent Mobius. If you remember uh, in Avengers Endgame, uh, Tony Stark said to Friday to make uh, the model in a Mobius strip. That does have to do with time. That's a little Easter egg there for you. So um, then this is in uh, 1589. They see a little kid. And the guy, one of the cops, wants to kill the kid. He wants to kill him. He's like... Oh, hold on, hold on. Owen Wilson goes, and then he speaks in uh, in French to the kid, saying, "You know, I'm, I apologize for my friend. He's a bit of an imbecile." And he goes in French and says, "I can speak different languages in the timeline too, jackass." Mm-hmm. So uh, Mobius makes a little cartoon on his little doodle pad, and it's a little stick figure running and walking and jumping around. The kid smiles and he's like, "Do you know who did this?" And then he points to a stained glass window of what looks like the devil. Yep. Now, one thing I didn't pick up on, but other people did, as I quickly re- was going through things on my phone. Loki horns. Not that. People were saying immediately Mephisto. But thank really? God. But thank God it's not. And we'll get into that in a little bit. Then right. again, it could be. We don't know. But I feel like Mephisto, let's just wait until someone actually confers Mephisto's coming. The, the, we, the devil that was in the stained glass window had the Loki horns. Though. Yes, he did. So he pointed to that. It's like, all right, it's okay. We're going to take care of this. And... We come back to Loki being put on trial for his crimes. Mm-hmm. So they simply ask him, how do you plead? Like, I'm a god. I don't plead. Yeah, the whole time yeah. Loki's are you gui- on this self, self-righteous rant. Yeah, it's like the girl saying pretty much, are you, guilt- are you guilty or not guilty? That's the question I'm asking you. It's like, if there's anybody who's guilty, it should be the Avengers. Oh, really? The Avengers? Yes. They're the ones who screwed everything up. I was supposed to become the ruler and a, and a king. It's like, no. What the Avengers did was supposed to happen. What you did was not supposed to happen. You were oh. supposed to be defeated by the Avengers and taken away. Yeah. And Loki is, uh, you know, he's playing around with the woman. And she's like, like my guilty of, of me finding this absolutely ridiculous? Yes. <laughs> guilty of me of being the god of mischief? Yes. Me guilt, guilty of me doing any crimes whatsoever? Absolutely not. Oh, really? <laughs> absolutely not. 
But I am guilty of this. Oh, yeah. And he tries to use his powers, but he can't. Yeah, no magic or anything works at Nothing, TVA. Nothing works. And we'll get into more as to what else doesn't work there. So the girl, the judge is like, what is he doing? And the, the Minuteman, uh, Minuteman, well, woman, cop, the one who attacked him in the beginning of the episode, said he's trying to use his powers. Yeah. But he can't use his powers. So right before they're about to, quote, unquote, reset Loki and incinerate him, Mobius says, no, we can use him. The judge and Mobius appear to have some sort of history, which we'll probably learn about more throughout the series. Yeah. But. Maybe that's a love interest. No, maybe, maybe, maybe. maybe. Uh, But Owen Wilson has been trying to task him finding someone, and he wants Loki's help to try and find them. Also, if you have any question if Owen Wilson is going to be playing himself, Owen Wilson is playing himself. Owen Wilson plays in the himself. MCU. Owen Wilson plays himself in every single movie he's in. I know, but you just so, gotta—that's just one actor where you just gotta let him do his thing. I know. It's just like he's one of those actors where it's like you know how you kind of get bored of certain people being in the the same pretty much the same person in every movie. I never get bored of Owen Wilson being anybody other than himself yep. in, in every character he plays. Mm-hmm. That's what makes him so great. Yep. Anyway, so Owen Wilson, he takes Loki, and he says that, you know, like, I'm going to take him, and, you know, help. maybe he can be of help to us, of use to us. And uh, you're talking in the elevator. He introduced himself. like, I'm Agent Mobius, by the way. And you're going to sit down and talk. Like, well, I don't like to talk. Like, wow, wow, really? Yeah, yeah he's literally because, saying wow the whole time. Because we know that's we, – you and I both know that's a lie, Loki. Yeah. So – and then we look out to a window, which, Vinny, you said – looks like outside looked a little bit like Coruscant oh, in Star Wars. Yeah. It looked incredible. It's this otherworldly thing and Loki just goes, I thought magic didn't exist here. It doesn't. And he's like, how is this how this can be? He's like, just walk with me. Let's talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um obviously their technology is super advanced here. Yep. And Loki asked Mobius, how long has he been there? He's like, I don't know. It's tough to say. Time works differently in the TBA. Yeah. And we learned that these people were created by the timekeepers, obviously, like we said, to keep the proper flow of time. Essentially, these are timeless fucking beings that just live on for eternity. Yeah, pretty much. They're pretty much... Owen Wilson uh, is eternal. Yeah. Owen Wilson is eternal in the MCU. (laughs) (laughs) So they go into this, like, interrogation room at some point. And Owen Wilson... um, is talking to Loki and he wants him to answer these questions truthfully. You know, what do you want to do? He says, I want to be a king. He's like, what do you, I, want, I want to rule. He's like, where do you want to rule? He's like, Midgard. Okay, well, after Midgard, what then? Asgard. Okay, when after then? The Gallic, uh, the Nine Realms. So all of space. Loki, king of space. That's a tall order to, to, to try and pull off. Yeah. So... Owen Wilson, Mobius, what he's really doing is he's trying to really get to know the real reason as to why Loki yeah. does what he does. He's basically being a psychologist for Loki. Yes, exactly. That's exactly what he's trying to do. So Loki is very much trying to fight it. He's yeah. showing things like he shows Loki his mother's death. Mm-hmm. And he and remember, Loki at this point, he only knows the events of his life from... Well, the beginning, obviously, mm-hmm. up until the point where he took the Tesseract when he wasn't supposed to. We all know the things that happened to Loki as fans watching the MCU. We know that, you know, he helps Thor and Thor Ragnarok. He 
missed, he doesn't mean to, thinking the Dark Elves will go after Thor, killing his mother, yep. and then you know he goes on and he poses as Odin. They watch Thor. They watch Odin die. He gets killed by Thanos. You know, Thor and Loki have a relationship as brothers again, and. This is all things that we've seen before, but this Loki doesn't know that. Yeah. In fact, to the point where Loki uh, escapes because what's yeah. her what's her name? The annoying time variant minute woman. Oh yeah, she, yeah, yeah. She comes in and says like, because they also had this stick. Because every time Loki tried to escape or something or run or whatever or hit somebody, it's like they the teleportation they tele- thing. It's they send him back in time. Yeah. So essentially, when she barges in, Owen Wilson is distracted, and Loki pickpockets Owen Wilson for the as for the Loki, teleporting remote. Loki was knocked down, and, and Mobius helped him up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then so, uh, Loki fucking disappears and escapes throughout the TVA facility, and he tr- like tries to find the evidence guy that that they gave the Tesseract to, mm-hmm. and he opens up the drawer, and it's full of different Infinity Stones from different timelines that multiple infinity stones there's like 20 stones in this drawer there's a mind stone there's like two space stones there's three reality stones there's like four time stones yeah and it's just like he goes over to the guys like give me the tesseract what is that that's the cube you took earlier it's like what if i don't like i need like i need to know what what you're threatening me with if i'm gonna comply death casey it's like Oh yeah, I forgot. It's like like, what's your name, Casey? I will kill, cut you like a fish. And he goes, "What's a fish?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's like, a lot of these people are just—they don't know what the fuck anything is. They just know yeah. the, to keep what their job is. So he's like, "Where is the cube? The tesseract? Where is that thing that that was given to you earlier? It's in here." He sees the tesseract, and Loki sees all these Infinity Stones. Mm-hmm. He's like, "These are Infinity Stones. How, how do you have these?" He's like, "Oh, a lot of the guys have them." We mainly use them as paperweights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Loki holds the time stone in his hand, and he can't use it. Yeah. And then he has, like, a come-to moment where he, when he understands fully that the TVA is, like, unstoppable. Yeah. There's no way Loki's going to be like able to stop It's, like, the first that. time we see Loki actually, like, give up, give up. Yeah. So he then goes back to that room when he realize. Uh, what did he say before they showed up? He's like, this is, so is this the ultimate power or something? Whatever he said before. Is this the strongest force of the Yes, the strongest universe? force in the universe. Yeah. So he goes back into that room with, with the uh, where Mobius and him were. And Loki starts seeing the events of his life as they play out. So he rewatches when uh, when his mother passes away, when his mother is killed. He watches um, when Thor and Odin go to see him in Norway yep. and Odin dies. He sees that. You know, he's he's upset. Because mm-hmm. there's one side of Loki we didn't get to see in these movies. We didn't get to see him mourn the loss of his mother. Yes, oh. we yes we saw him like fuck up his jail cell and he was all distraught because of his mother. But we didn't actually see him cry. We didn't see him mourn the loss. Yeah. And we never saw him really mourn the loss of Odin. We're seeing that. He's like he's watching his parents die before them. But what gave him so much joy is that he sees him and Thor actually become brothers again. Yeah. And he's happy that him and Thor are side by side. Yep. You know, it, and it's a nice thing to see because yeah, we figured Loki was happy about it, but we really saw the the feelings and the enjoyment of Thor seeing that he had his brother back, and, and you know everything. And obviously, as we're seeing these events, as Loki is, we do see his, we do watch Loki see his own death. 
Yes. Being L- killed Loki, by Thanos. Loki watches himself get killed by Thanos. And he's he's just amazed by all this. And he's sitting it down in the corner. Or it wasn't a corner, but he was sitting on the floor and Mobius comes back. He's like, Loki, he's like he's like No, I, you no. What I missed something? The security guard comes back oh, first. Oh yeah, that's right. She comes back first. And Loki's and he's Loki, fucking with her. Loki essentially like gets into a fist fight with the security guard and puts the teleportation necklace on her. Yes. And then puts her in like an infinite time loop, like in Portal. That and game he's Portal. To, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's like stop, stop, stop. Yeah, stop she, it, stop he it. basically like glitches her out, like just continuously sending her through a and portal. And then Casey is with like, I don't know, two commanding officers or something. Like, I don't know what happened. He's asking me for this, for this, for this cube thing. Like, hey, did you get him? And she's like, out of my way. So obviously this woman. So eventually Owen Wilson comes back and has a heart to heart with Loki. Yes, with Loki. So great job on that, Vin, calling him Loki's therapist, which is really what he was trying to do. That is what he's going to be. So Loki says, he's like, I don't hurt people because I enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do it because. This was a big personal growth episode for Loki. And it's it's incredible how much character development we're getting Mm -hmm. in just one episode. Hey, that whole gender fluid thing. That never happened. No. He never said I'm gender fluid in this episode. No, that's that's the thing. Hang on. Real quickly with that, there was an article out there where somebody put out an art- article saying that Loki is gender fluid because he... Oh, the, the, I thought it was like a line. No, 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 no. That wasn't going to be in the show. Uh, I, I, I mentioned to you off mic when we were talking about it before the episode started. There's an article for those of you who know. Like someone wrote an article saying Loki is gender fluid because he transforms different people. Honestly, I think that's just a way for superhero fans who are very much with the LGBTQ community, not to say that we aren't for that. We think anybody who wants to be gay, queer... Do uh, your motherfucking thing. Exactly. Trans, whatever you want. We support you. We love you. Um, but I think they were mainly doing that with Loki's character to, just to try and get some some clicks and, and to promote what's going on because it is pro- we're in the middle of Pride Month right now. Yep, yep, yep. So I think that's mainly what that was. I think a lot of things were misunderstood. If you got them, smoke them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, so that's the whole thing there. But that wasn't necessarily going to be in the show, and I wasn't worried about that one, one bit at all. So Loki sees, he's like, I'll help you. He's like, I can't go back to my timeline, can I? Yeah, because he realizes that like that timeline got reset. There is one thing we overlook, though. What's that? I want you to talk about it, though. Loki was who? Dee Dee Cooper? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Owen Wilson is a huge fan of Loki, and he goes over some of hi- some highlights of like Loki's past. And essentially, uh, uh, Owen Wilson highlights that he's an escape artist. So it goes to a scene where Loki is dressed in a suit in a plane, and he tells the flight attendant that he's he has a bomb before takeoff, and he basically does a hostage hostage situation out of an airport, and he the bomb that he has isn't actually a bomb; it's a briefcase full of money. And if mm-hmm. you know anything about the DB Cooper story, DB Cooper, sorry, I said DD Cooper. No, it's all right. DB Cooper uh, robbed a bank. Hijacked a plane, jumped out of the plane in the f- in the forests of the state of Washington, and was never found again. So, in the MCU, Owen Wilson puts this scene on his memory projector. I guess that's what we're gonna Loki, call it. Loki's life. Yeah, Lo- Loki's life is is being projected on a screen at this point, and it shows Loki jump out of the plane, and then the Bifrost 
basically teleports him back to Asgard out of the sky. And the money's flying everywhere. In real life, this man, D.B. Cooper, robbed a bank, hijacked a plane, jumped out of the plane, and was never seen again. They never found the parachute. They never found the guy. They never found the money. D.B. Cooper is lost, or was lost and died, somewhere in the, in the state of Washington. Or he had a pickup of some sort, and he got away. Regardless, the MCU has painted him as a famous criminal in American history. It's Loki. It's Loki. And that and was one of the things we talked about like in yeah. earlier episodes. Wait, and then Loki, Loki's Loki the says to Mobius, I did that because I lost a bet with Thor and I wanted to fuck with the humans. <laughs> and I thought that scene was going to be something bigger leading towards Ragnarok. Obviously it wasn't. But even it says Thor, it says, brother Heimdall, you better be ready for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that explains that. So that was in the past. So that's fucking hilarious that he he, he lost a bet to Thor. <laughs> yeah, and then committed one of the best crime robberies in American history. Fucking awesome. Also, I think I said to you when we were watching the episode, because me and Ben watched these episodes before we started recording. Like, look at Loki being a total fucking chad There's actually right now, a whole flirting movie. with that your stewardess. There's actually a whole movie based around D.B. Cooper. Is it really? Yeah, and it has the guy who played Shaggy in the live-action Scooby movies. He's D.B. Cooper? No, 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 no. Uh, wow. The movie's called Without a Paddle. Okay. And it's basically it's basically um, the guy who plays Shaggy mm-hmm. and like all of his high school friends, and they like plan a trip to go to the state of Washington to hike oh, wow. and, tra- and try to find the treasure. Oh, that's cool. I should probably check that out. How old's the movie? Early two thousands. Was it before or after Scooby Doo? I don't know. Because I think the first Scooby Doo movie around the same time. I think the first Scooby Doo movie came out in like two thousand four, two thousand five. Without a Paddle uh, has Seth Green in it. Oh wow, yeah. That's got to be mid two thousands. It's then. a great, 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 great movie, dude. Okay, but I remember you were just like, "That's fucking awesome!" Like we, yeah, yeah, you, you yeah. Pa- like pause it for a second. You explained to me the whole story of DB Cooper. Now I remember watching a YouTube video from New Rockstars saying like Loki being, and I couldn't remember the guy's name. I'm like, I know this story, but it's so fucking cool that they did that. And I think that's going to be a regular occurrence in this show. Like, remember we talked like, like my buddy, uh, my buddy James, he sent me a thing of like, we've talked about before in this podcast where like Loki's the big thing of different historical events where yeah. he, <laughs> he fucks with, with, um, what's we call it? Cat is Cassius who wanted to kill Caesar, right? Yes, yes, he's like, you should he's do like, it. He's like, I don't know how I feel about Caesar right now. It's, this is not good. Well, I'm just stab him 50 times in the chest. Yes! Brilliant! Let's go Let's go talk to Brutus. And like, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and Loki's yeah. the, the cause of the death of Julius Caesar. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't think they'll do that, but I hope they incorporate that in yeah. some form or another. That's a really great concept of the show. So as we see, yes, he was D.B. Cooper, but going getting back to Loki having a big uh, epiphany, I guess, to say, he will help... Mobius and the TBA find this variant who's killing these Minutemen. And Mobius says, well, it's a good thing that you're going to help us, Loki, because the variant we're looking for is you. Mm-hmm. He's like, I beg your pardon? Loki says it a lot. Loki, uh, Another Loki variant is the main villain of this show. Yes. And I am saying right now it's... It's good Rick going after bad Rick. It, it's Lady Loki. It's Pickle Rick. I'm Pickle Rick! <laughs> I had that as my text tone for a while. Mm-hmm. And the amount of text... I cause Ash- Oh, it was just too much. Because Ashley has my, dude, my, my girlfriend. My text tone is R2-D2. Oh, mine's... It's just... Dude, I'm surprised my phone doesn't just go... Wah! 
I mean, mine's Obi Wan Kenobi. Hello there. I, I think it's gotten on the podcast. Actually, yeah. I think it's some like Ashley texted me. In the the first time this. I heard it, my head popped up like I was an ostrich. <laughs> she texted me at some point. I think it picked up on the mic, but it, whatever. But that's thanks for listening to our text tones. But yeah, um, I I can't remember the woman who was there is a woman who was cast in the show as an antagonist, and I believe she is going to be Lady Loki. At least she's rumored to be. Um, but I think that's going to be the main villain because yeah. I because. That's the thing. In the end, they show, they went to another timeline. I think they were in Oklahoma or something in a big field. The the fires were there. They were trying to reset the timeline, and then Lo- the the variant Loki kills the the Minutemen. Um, the one. What if it's a bunch of Lokis? I, it could be a bunch of Lokis as well. Like different. I think we're gonna see different Lokis, but. The thing they used to reset the timeline in 2012, they couldn't do that towards the end. Also, if this was Tom Hiddleston Loki, if it was a male Loki as the villain, they would have just shown his face. Yeah, you're correct. That's why I think it's Lady Loki as yeah, the main I think it's villain. Lady Loki too. I think it really is. But overall, though, I think this is the best day pilot episode of the series that they that Marvel's done so far. Oh, for sure. It's the most engaging. Like, there's so much going on in just, just this one episode. It was it was so engaging that I didn't realize it was the end of the show when the show ended. Yeah, that's what's so great about it. Like, I I, I mean, totally we, leaves you wanting a lot more. We obviously haven't seen the end of the show because it yeah. just literally just started. Yeah. But even though this is only the first episode, off the bat, this is the best beginning they've done with these shows. Yeah. Yeah. With the Marvel shows. So I didn't know the whole Lady Loki thing at the end of the show. And I, I gave CJ my my first prediction of where the show was going to go before the Lady Loki. It, it was just a decent prediction in my opinion. I, but, it's like not it a ba- but it's not a bad one though. Yeah. It's not a bad so one. I like this. My prediction was that this villainous Loki that is killing time, uh, time cops was created by the current Loki that is now out of his time. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it was Lady Loki, so I thought it was just going to be this Loki just in the future coming back to wreak havoc yeah. in, in, the, in, I guess, no man's time zone in the TVA's time world. Mm-hmm. But um, what, where, where else was that, con- that my conspiracy theory going? You, your, I think your main point of the theory was that, you know, maybe Loki was one step ahead of them, and he's this variant is trying to rule all of time. Oh, yes. This because, is where, this because is where I was it going. Do, because it does go back to where he says, is this the most powerful place in the universe? Yes. So Loki discovers the most powerful thing in the universe, realizes that he was a kitty cat, as Owen Wilson called him, <laughs> and now he he realizes, like, maybe my my glorious purpose wasn't... Maybe I was thinking too small. So my whole my whole speculation was... This Loki was created by the Time Police, essentially. In, you know, obviously indirectly, but Loki has become power hungry once again. Yes, now he has. He, now he now he is a villainous variant, mm-hmm. and he is after stealing these reset bombs that the Time Police leave behind to make a super reset bomb to destroy the sacred timeline, destroy the Timekeepers, and become the singular Timekeeper, create his own timeline, and be the master of time. Which leads to believe people like Doctor Strange could get involved. Could you? Could, could you? I but mean, the time Tom, Tom didn't work. I know Tom. TVA. It didn't work.
But Doctor Strange... Loki might be on his own, dude. Yeah, he might be. I mean, they want... I remember we talked about this a while ago that Disney and Marvel were looking at like potentially having three or four seasons of Loki, which makes sense because we've said how Loki is not this character who needs to be introduced. We've known about Loki Dude, for a long time. I could be I could be partially right. Like this Lady Loki could be burdened with glorious I'm, purpose. I'm thinking it could be a mix of both. I'm thinking maybe the Loki we see now and maybe that that's the Lady Loki's purpose and maybe she tries to bring him in so yeah. they can rule together. You know, yeah, I but mean, Loki can only you, Loki will know that there can only be one like in Highlander. Yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, but dude, this show obviously left me wanting more. I can't wait for when every single fucking Wednesday. Mm-hmm. To You've seen Highlander, right? Highlander? No. With you've never seen. Dude, no, it's one of the best. Sasha Baron Cohen said it was shit in, in Ricky Bobby. So why should I watch dude. it? What I'm part kidding. of that movie I'm was kidding. fucking accurate? I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, um, it's one of Sean Connery's finest, I must say. It's an okay. 80s movie, and it has one of the best villains of all time, the Kurgan. Who's the Kurgan? I can't remember the actor's name, but he he's just funny. Like, he quotes Def Leppard because it's an 80s movie. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, like he's in a church. He's in a church, and he's got all these fucking piercings, and he finds, like, the, basically our protagonist. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, you know, they're, like, arguing in the church or whatever, and he leaves the church. And then he's like, Father, I got something to say. <laughs> Better to burn out than to fade away. And he fucking, like, spins. And he's like, ah! You know what I mean? And he, he like, sticks his tongue out oh, and does, like, the man. fucking pussy tongue at the nuns. <laughs> it's, dude, I'm telling you. At the nuns, dude. It's the fucking. It's the one of the best movies ever. Too. You gotta watch. Okay, Island. all right. I'll add that to the list. Sean, dude, Sean Connery plays a Spaniard, really from medieval Iberia, who <laughs> fell in love in eight. Uh, so like the he basically they all are playing eternal beings. Yeah. And Sean Connery has known that he's an eternal being in medieval Ireland. Tells, uh our protagonist Mm -hmm. he's like i'm two thousand years old like i've lived forever he has in his sean connery has in his possession the first ever katana made in japan because he fell in love with a japanese princess and her father was like the best sword maker in japan at the time anyway he trains our protagonist who is uh like he's uh I, i can't remember if it's see if he's scottish or irish but he's he's like you know, a warrior in medieval Scottish Scotland or Ireland, and he is the Highlander. So okay. Sean Connery trains him in like the Scottish Highlands or the whatever, you know. And like that's half the movie. It's like flashbacks because it takes place in modern day New York City. I'm just thinking of like Groundskeeper Willie in this whole time. Who's Groundskeeper Willie from Simpsons? I never watched The Simpsons a lot. What the fuck? Yeah, dude, never, never really watched the it. the red headed bearded groundskeeper of the school. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, Simpson, Sean Connery. Got it. <laughs> I know enough of the Simpsons. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, like, <laughs> like he can't even speak English essentially because his Scottish accent's too thick. Yeah, yes. It's not like the like the kids and oh, fuck. I, it's one of his best things. Like, damn, damn you children! You ruin everything. Whatever he says. <laughs> Oh, you bastard! <laughs> um, I, Groundskeeper really is great. My my favorite moment of his in the whole show is um, 
there's like I don't know like coyotes or wolves loose in the school and he goes into the lunchroom like lunch lady Dolis do you have any grease he looks real skinny when he has his overalls on the lunch lady's like yes yes we do rips off his fucking shirt then grease me up woman and he's fucking jacked yeah and the, 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 the lunch lady's <laughs> almost turned on like ooh Okie dokie. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, I've been watching a bunch of old Simpsons episodes lately. That's good. Dude. It's so fucking great. Um, to finish up the last few minutes of this podcast, let's talk about um, could we see any returning characters from the MCU uh, be, come, show up in Loki? Ooh. There is one who I think it's possible, and also with, like, judging by her posts on social media, uh, Jamie Alexander, who played Lady Sif, uh, she could possibly show up on the okay. show. She was spotted in Atlanta around the time uh, Loki was filming. Uh, and that could lead into her being yeah. la- to Dude, becoming Lady Loki. What if we see Thor? I doubt we're going to see Chris Hemsworth. Or a variant of Chris Hemsworth? I doubt it, man. I doubt we're going to see Thor. This show is going to be completely unpredictable. Dude, the only thing that you can predict is that a lot of timelines are going to take place in Asgard. That's true. Different variations of Asgard. Then again, I, Different I, I variations mean, of Asgardians. I mean, I'm, I'm the one who said... Okay, real quickly... Between these two huge name characters, Avengers characters, who do you think is more likely to show up, Thor or Doctor Strange? That's tough. I see Doctor Strange. That's that for me. That's tough because you know a lot of Loki's timelines are going to take place in Asgard. Well, I mean, it could not necessarily. I mean, there's we're going to see one Let's timeline where like Doctor Strange we has see the. Is the one character in the MCU that has a percentage to be in almost everything. Because you could literally throw him in anything. Yeah. It's like even the normal like Avengers action, like in Falcon Winter Soldier, Doctor Strange can just show up because he's Doctor yeah. Strange. But because yeah. this is a Loki show, it's predominantly Asgardian. Okay. Right? Yeah, I would say so. You know, like um, every, th- every flashback that was shown was essentially taking place in Asgard. I mean, I could potentially see Doctor Strange showing up and we see Loki in Multiverse of Madness. I could possibly Oh, yeah. I could totally see Loki in Multiverse of Madness. Because Maybe I, he I makes a cameo with Owen Wilson as a time police. Maybe. He's like, oh, wrong spot. <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. But <laughs> I, I'm just thinking that this show is... Honestly, it's better than I expected so far. I, like I said... Give me 30 Loki movies and call it a series. It's so good. And, and you know what? I say I'm 30 so because in case it's a 10-episode 10, 10 series yeah. and they signed up for three. Yeah. I am I am really uh, excited to see Tom Hiddleston in such a prominent role because we've all loved Loki. We've all loved Tom Hiddleston yeah. as Loki. He's been such a, a constant in the MCU for a long time. It broke my heart to see Thanos kill him. Oh, yeah. But that I mean, but that was for you know Thanos' character development to just to put wrap around like this guy is nobody to fuck with just Kill when the god just when you were starting to really like loki when you're supposed to like loki it's not like one of those ironic things of like oh he's a bad guy i love you know yeah like you know or being a wrestling fan being like you know like when cm punk was like supposed to be a bad guy but everybody cheered him because everybody fucking loves cm punk mm-hmm. no it's like you know the avengers movie like oh, i love loki he's a great bad guy no now you're supposed to love loki and thanos, and thanos fucking kills him yeah. Like, that's tearing your fucking heart out right in front of you. Yep. But I'm so happy for this series. I'm happy for Tom Hiddleston, you know, where he's finally going to get a prominent role as Loki. He is the lead character in this show. I'm excited for it. Do you have any any bold predictions as to what could happen in the next uh, throughout this series so far? My boldest prediction is probably my speculation where this 
this variant of Loki is going to try to dis- destroy the sacred timeline mm-hmm. and kill the timekeepers to become the ultimate. I'm my 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 bold prediction is Doctor Strange shows up. Yeah. That's my bold prediction. Uh, mine, all right. Yours um, yours seems more likely though. Okay, so then he doesn't have go... to necessarily accomplish it, but he's going to try. All right. Then my bold prediction is going to be Thor cameos. Okay. All right. Well, I think we just got about an hour into there. Yeah, there you go. All right. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Fan Speculation. Before we go, uh, just want to share something. Uh, I, sh- I showed this to Vinny before we got on the podcast. Uh, I posted up on our Twitter at Fan Speculation. Oh, fuck yeah. And on Instagram at Fan Speculation underscore pod. Posted the same meme. If you go to that our Twitter page at Fan Speculation or at Fan Speculation underscore pod on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Fucking tweet it. <laughs> Uh, I put out the tweet on Twitter that says, who's ready for hashtag Loki today? I tag myself because Vinny doesn't have a Twitter. Nope. It's like me and Vinny will drop a new episode covering Loki episode one and Bad Batch episode six. The meme is Tuesday ends Marvel fans. And then it shows the other Captain America and Endgame going, I have eyes on Loki. Yep. 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 For those of you guys. Pretty solid meme. We only have 10 followers or 12 followers right now. So please follow us. Got six retweets, eighty likes. Yeah. To all of you guys who like this, and if you are potentially listening to our podcast, fucking thank you. Yeah. We're gonna follow every single one of you who like that tweet. Hell yeah. We're gonna follow every single one of you who follow who liked that tweet. We appreciate the fuck out of you. If you don't understand why I don't have a Twitter, it's because I'm a Ron Swanson variant. <laughs> Ron Swanson <laughs> variants. That's good. That's real good. All right. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Again, please follow us at Fan Speculation on Twitter, uh, all one word. Uh, Fan Speculation underscore pod on Instagram. Uh, Please be sharing us with your friends, leaving us five star reviews on your favorite podcast app, whether it's Spotify, Apple, uh, Google Podcasts, wherever you'd like to do that. Um, It really, really helps uh, the show. It really, really helps boost our numbers. And we appreciate every single one of you who listen to it. We are having a fucking blast doing this. Hell yeah. And we love that people actually enjoy this. Hell yeah. So thank you, thank you so, so much. So for CJ Palmasano, Vinny Carini, see you all next time.